What's going on guys? My name is Aldenero and welcome to another vlog slash podcast. If you're on SoundCloud or iTunes, this is a podcast. If you're on YouTube, it is a vlog. There is a really bright white light to the left of me and it's really odd because I've never actually recorded this time of the day before. Um, but evidently, this is a blackout blind and it's pulled down and it looks as though I am being visited by a deity. So that's really weird. Apologies for that if that type of thing offends you. I kind of doubt anyone really sits here and watches these anyway. Um, but I thought I would do another Twitter Q&A because I did one about the Logan Paul uh, dead body debacle and um, got a lot of dislikes. I don't know if that's because people thought it was clickbait, which it's clearly not, or if it's because it's angry Logan Paul fans. I don't know, but I mean, I was very reasonable throughout the video. So um, very odd in any event, I don't expect this one to gain anywhere near as much traction because I don't have like a fancy current headline. I was gonna talk about the hashtag MeToo campaign um, at the Golden Globes, but I kind of just can't really be bothered. Um, so anyways, there was one thing I wanted to tell you and one thing I wanted to ask you. The thing I wanted to tell you is that my wrestling podcast, WWP, has now gone live. Um, we have a YouTube channel, uh, we're on iTunes, and we're on a platform called Podbean, which by extension places us in um, what's called an RSS feed, and this is where you gather all of your podcasts from. So if you're on Android and you have just the podcast app, or you have CastBox, or like whatever app you're using for podcasts, my wrestling podcast, WWP, should be on there. So if you type in what wrestling podcast, it should appear. Um, I'm more so looking for those of you who use iTunes to click the iTunes link in the description and leave a rating like that would be just unbelievable if you could click the five star rating on it as many of you as possible and um, because I know that like my audience is not a, a group of wrestling fans there are some wrestling fans among you and um, but you are not all wrestling fans but even if you could just go on and just boost it and boost its likelihood to appear in the minds of wrestling fans so that it could you know go somewhere i would really really appreciate that because i've done the maths um, trying to figure out how to sort of boost the podcast when it first starts and you basically have a very small window to get a whole lot of ratings and that means um, that if you're a huge podcast from like the Stuff You Should Know Network and you've got lots of money and, and all of these things you can do various things to promote your podcast um, but if you're like you know not really in that boat you basically have to beg people for likes um, and that's a terrible thing to have to do, but I would just really, really appreciate it. So if there's any Apple users out there, the link is in the description, please go and give it a rating. If you want to leave it a review too, that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, there will be a second episode uploaded tonight or tomorrow night, uh, depending on when... Um, when it's available to me to actually go and do that. So yeah, keep an eye on that. And if you like wrestling, obviously check it out because that would be cool. Um, YouTube channel will also be linked in the description. It's a whole new project that I'm working on basically. And uh, there should be like fairly regular content on there. Not every week, but every couple of weeks at least, uh, presumably. So anyway, this is a Q&A type thing because that's what I do a lot. And I want to say thanks as well for... Um, for all of the like questions that you guys ask and uh, all the people who tune in to like listen to this and the podcast platform and everything like that because that's really cool um, I said I, at the start of 2017 that I wanted to do 50 podcasts in total including things like reviews um, uh, like Q&A vlog type things and um, and just actual episodes of the midnight hour and I think I dropped something like 65 to 70 episodes 
um, of some audio content last year. So, like, that's pretty awesome. I'd like to continue that vein going into this year. There's a few series that I have lined up that I'd like to review. Um, I probably won't do it as long as I did with 13 Reasons Why, but when 13 Reasons Why Season 2 comes out, I am going to definitely review that as well because um, it's just... I'm, I'm interested to see what happens and um, they always do very well for me so um, anyways the questions I will get into um, the first one is from Harry who says favorite Black Mirror app this is actually a thing I, I mentioned it in the last video and people said they'd like to see a Black Mirror review series so that's something that I'm um, angling towards at the moment I, I want to do it with other people because I think Black Mirror as a show just is, is, is such a um, it's, it's very situational, um, it's very uh, relevant to the modern world, and it also leaves you with lots of questions. It makes you question the morality or the ethics of what's happened on the screen, and I think because of that it would serve better as a discussion instead of uh, me just reviewing what's happened in it. Um, my favorite episode from this new series is the USS Callister one, I thought it was fantastic. Um, my favorite episode overall is probably um the white christmas one or um gee, like the first one is fantastic i think it's called the national anthem it's just great television just the, the if you just explain the premise uh of that episode to anyone they will be like i really want to see that it's <laughs> like it is uh it's fantastic um trying to think other than that um, there is one that uh, I forget, White Bear I think it's called, that one's unbelievable. Uh, and also the one with Donald Gleason. I forget the name of that, but there's some great episodes of that show. Um, I think San Junipero might be the best one, um, but it probably isn't my favorite. It's But it's really, really good. Like I could watch it again and you just get this sort of burst of emotion at the end of it. it it's really, really cool. And also all of the technological innovations that it proposes are really, really interesting and things that I'd love to discuss with someone who knows anything about that realm because it's certainly not me. Next question is from uh, Micah or Mika McKeever who says, is Donald Trump Oh, is Donald Trump turning into a primary school child or has he always been one? Um, I think I think we're at the point where it does not matter anymore. Um, complaining about Donald Trump doing annoying things is just not helping anybody and it's just adding to the hysteria. There was this book released called Fire and Fury um, by uh, Wolf, I forget the guy's first name, but um, th like this guy has written a book that I like. I don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes, but this book seems largely to be cashing in on mass hysteria. It seems like an exercise in how far can I go with these lies um, to get people to rally against Trump for reasons that are not entirely related to his ability to run the country. Um, there are things he's doing that even if they're just accidentally they are good for America um, I absolutely hate the guy like I <laughs> I I cannot even hide the fact that I am hysterical about him being in power I think of the process of him making a decision and I just force myself into some kind of fit where I'm like oh my god how is this happening how is he in charge of anything um, but like the reality is he's the president and like 60 million people voted for him so I don't know it's just it's not helping anyone to say stuff like 
oh my god, he won't even look at the eclipse with his glasses in. And like, while that's the most annoying thing ever, it has nothing to do with his ability to run the country and ditto with his ability to drink a glass of water or anything like that. Um, I just, I don't know, the, the Trump phenomenon has just changed the face of the world and like our ability to properly discuss uh, matters of policy and things like that. I, I actually think the, the, the worst thing about Trump being president is that we're all talking about politics. And to be honest with you, none of us know what we're talking about. And it's just an absolute international shit show of people uh, posturing and pontificating and like, I don't know, attempting to punch far above their weight um, in terms of their actual education on the matter and it's just really frustrating and I find myself doing it all the time and I hate it. Yes, he is a school child. <laughs> I don't know, it's probably, I mean, it's very odd. Next question is from Jake who says, what do you make of the whole Radiohead slash Lana Del Rey situation if you have an opinion? So this is, um, Radiohead have a song called Creep. You all know it, you all loved it when you were 12, and then when you became 15, you were like, wow, that song is really lame. Um, but it's an iconic song, it's kind of the song that boosted their uh, fame, and now they hate playing it because Tom York is Tom York. Um, but Lana Del Rey has a, has a song, I forget the title of it, but it sounds exactly like Creep. And I, I looked into this, because um, this is not my area of expertise, right? Like, I, I think that Boulevard of Broken Dreams absolutely rips off Wonderwall, um, like that's a really obvious thing, but I don't listen to a song like um, uh, like that that Marvin Gaye song that Robin Thicke supposedly ripped off. Um, I don't hear any similarity there, and 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 I think that 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 court case that ensued as a result of that created a really bad precedent for the music industry, where like there's gonna be a lot of these lawsuits creeping up now, and that's annoying. But this Lana Del Rey song fucking sounds exactly like Creep, and I hate the song Creep, and I hate the Lana Del Rey song, and I hated it from the moment I heard it, because all I could think of was Tom York whining in my ear about how ugly he is, and it's just, like, I read all the comments on this video and everyone was like, whoa, Radiohead are really reaching here. It doesn't sound similar at all. Like, it fucking does. It's the exact same sound. Um, I, like, it's the same chord progression. It's the same basic melody. Uh, there's no way, in my opinion, that you could hear that song and be aware of the song Creep and not combine the two to be like, yeah, that sounds a lot like that. Um, I would say that it is plagiarism. I'm not a lawyer, but I know that Radiohead want 100% of the publishing for it. And to be honest with you, I think they're entitled to it. Uh, next question from Football Fan 8 who says, if you had to live in one other non-English speaking country for the rest of your days, where would it be and why? Um, the the French, the French part of Canada? No, because I don't want to learn French. Um, I learned French in school and it's really hard to actually speak because um, while you can be very aware of the actual words, you have to change your, like, blah, 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 blah. like I don't, and I don't mean that in an offensive way. I mean, in French, you have to actually really <laughs> widen your jaw when you talk and I feel so uncomfortable doing that. Um, so not France. I, I would probably move to the Netherlands or somewhere because everyone there speaks English anyway and it's a safe European country and um, I like what I like. I'm very much a kind of a home bird or whatever. Um, like I lived in London and Glasgow and, and that was great but they're very similar to Dublin too. Um, so yeah, I would probably move to the Netherlands or maybe like Germany or somewhere like that. I don't know. I, like I'd love to live in Scandinavia because I like the idea of the cold and steely countries. 
Um, but I don't think I'd get along with the cold. It's been really cold in Ireland lately and I've not really been enjoying it at all. I didn't enjoy Scotland um, and it's cold weather. I don't think moving to an exclusively cold country would be that great for me. Um, so probably Holland uh, or the Netherlands. So yeah, look out for that. You know, when someone puts a gun to my head and forces me to do it. Um, but really just because the infrastructure is largely the same as here. Um, like the TV shows would be the same that time zone is is more or less the same just that kind of thing really the next question is from will jackson who says are you watching the nfl playoffs that just started or are you not really interested in it uh no i'm not interested in it i tried to get into the nfl for about three years in a row and i watched the um the whole lead up to that super bowl where the power went out for like four hours um truthfully it's the most common criticism and i guess if you're an nfl fan you're going to be so sick of hearing people say this but the lack of actual in-game action is really frustrating. Um, like, I understand that if you like watching a certain team play, that you're not going to get annoyed by the constant stoppages. Um, but for me, I just couldn't really deal with it. It was too slow-paced. And when it was in play, there might be like seven seconds of play and then there's another cut. And it's just, I don't, I don't really enjoy it um it's just not a sport that i can get into one thing i really fucking hate about it though is that a lot of my friends get into it around this time of year and they suddenly change their ability to pronounce words like defense and they change it to defense and it's the weirdest fucking thing in the world to me that they they dive headfirst into the culture of the sport um, it's really like I used to go to um, I used to go to football games. There's this team called Sporting Fingal uh, from the area of Fingal in Dublin, which is where I live. And the team existed for three years, two of which were spent in European competition. It was great. It was a great time uh, to be following football. But um, I'd go to these games and, and like I'd be fairly friendly with like most of the Sporting Fingal fans at the time. Um, I'd go like every Friday when I came back from Scotland and things like that. And the chants that were made, like the actual sing-along bits, were all in an English accent, and I just couldn't fucking understand. It's like we're an Irish club, we're in Dublin, we support this team so that we have a football match to go to, because um, obviously all Irish people support teams in other countries anyway, um, and everyone's just like, what are It's like, what? Like, oh, we're not yobs from London, lads. Like, what the hell is going on? Um, so, yeah, no, I won't be watching the NFL playoffs. Next question is from What's the Story, Rory, who says, are you going to upload any gaming videos? Um, I mean, it's possible, yeah. I, I actually... Um, I, I'm looking over there because that's where it is. I got the VR thing for the PlayStation 4 um, just to see what that's like. And I have Resident Evil... Uh, Resident Evil 8 is it? Resident Evil Biohazard whatever number it is um, the Resident Evil series is one that I like really really love um, Resident Evil 4 one of my favourite games of all time um, and the, the first three are fantastic I, I really liked Code Veronica X at the time looking back on it I don't know why it's actually terrible but still um, I was a, a huge fan of that and apparently the newer one is amazing um, and I have it came out like two years ago and I have avoided all reviews and any details about it at all um, just so that I could buy it and experience it for the first time um, the only like I was thinking about the the VR element of it and how I could maybe live stream it but I don't actually know how it works I, I've literally I have not touched VR I haven't watched anyone play VR I don't know anything about it other than that I have it and I'm gonna find out about it um, but if it's possible for me to stream that 
um, and have my the VR thing on in a face cam section and then stream what I'm looking at. If that's a possibility, if it's possible to do that, uh, I'll totally do that. Uh, I'm definitely down for it. I, I live in a new place. I have really solid internet here. Um, it should be pretty good for live streaming. And then I could cut out the best bits and put them on YouTube or something like that. So like that's really possible. Um, I'd actually really like to do that because um, the, the last time I tried out a new game was Firewatch and I put it on YouTube and it got it got like a, over a thousand views per episode. It was a four part thing, but I really, really enjoyed that. And putting it on YouTube was part of that enjoyment because I started playing Life is Strange and I decided against uploading that. And for some reason, it just cheapened the experience for me and it made it less enjoyable. Uh, so that is actually something that I would really like to do like that would be a, a pretty cool thing So um, we'll see uh, I got the thing like two weeks ago, and I haven't even unboxed it yet. So um, When I get around to that I will uh, look into the possibility of doing it I might need to update my hardware as well. I'm not too sure my computer's been a bit odd lately uh, I think I might need to put a graphics card in there and get a new PSU, but we'll see what happens uh, next question is from Flather who says as a future unemployed economist what should I do with myself? Any tips on traveling cheaply? Um, I'm not the person to ask for travel tips. Um, I just, you know, it's a good idea if you want. If you want, like this, this is like the most easy advice I can give. Go to, um, go to. I think I need to type it in to remember what the fucking, what's it called? What is that website where it's like you? There's some website you can go to anywhere where you can. Find the Skyscanner, that's the fucking name. I knew that I'd get it eventually. Right, so go to skyscanner.co.uk or .com or whatever it is, um, and you can type in what airport you want to leave from. So say hypothetically you're leaving from uh, London Heathrow, um, and then you can just go, you can type in everywhere uh, and put in the dates that you want to go and then search flights, and it will bring you up the cheapest locations at that time. So you basically don't even have to decide, um, like, where you want to go and then uh, look at flights accordingly you can just type in everywhere on this and it will show you the cheapest flight that's available at that time and um yeah it's 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 deadly it's a really really good website because you can do that and then you can plan your trip around that because usually the places that are the cheapest to go to are also going to have the cheapest hotels and things like that i think brussels comes up all the time um and the netherlands and places like that you can also get like really cheap flights to places like paris or Rome or Madrid um, and then just stay in Airbnbs or look at hostels and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be the person to ask, but that's my only bit of advice. And as a future unemployed economist, um, there are so many things you can do. For starters, you have a degree um, and it is a degree that's relative to finance and um, well, pretty much any... like. A, an economics degree is a degree, and when you have a degree that's embedded in the finance world, you can kind of walk into a lot of jobs. Like, you could be a data analyst, and if that's a job that you do and get good at and are able to do, that's a six-figure salary, like, easily. Well, it is in Ireland. I don't know about the UK. Um, but you, you could do that. You could be a data scientist. Uh, you could be an accountant. You can, you can do anything in accountancy. Um, what I would do, if I were you, is go to um, contact a few different job agencies. Try and... Uh, look on job websites and see what types of agencies advertise what types of jobs. You're probably going to be looking at finance for the easiest way of access. I've worked in finance for three years and it's good. Like, it, you know, you don't have to be a genius. You can just be someone like me. Um, like a lot of my friends, a lot of the people that I work with now 
uh, have degrees in like software engineering and coding and they speak five languages and I'm like hi I have a wrestling podcast and it's I, I feel quite like it, it's quite the academic mismatch um, whereas you have this degree you can get a lot of really decent jobs so um, I would compile a list of agencies that you'd be interested in talking to and then try and arrange an interview um, this is what I did before I got my first job I, I interviewed with uh, five or six different places and even if you never hear from them just the fact that you're on their books means that you might be getting a call anytime um, for example I had one agency they, they made me do a um, what like an aptitude test to see what I'm good at a lot of job agencies will make you do that especially the good ones um, and one of the things was a typing exam and they found out that I type like 190 words a minute or something ridiculous um, and I actually for that agency I have the fastest typing speed uh, on their books so I get calls like fairly regularly like oh there's a type typing job has come up, a typist job come up in whatever um and I'm like oh that's super interesting but I, I don't know if I want to do that forever but you know if I were ever stuck there's definitely options there as a result of that and uh, and you have a degree my friend and you will go far with a degree so um that's what I would be doing if I were in your shoes next question is from Linus who says or Linus Linus? I don't know. What are some of the most overrated movies in your opinion? The first thing that comes into my head when I read this question is Forrest Gump. Um, that movie came out in the same year as uh, Pulp Fiction and what else? Forrest Gump was uh, 94, wasn't it? So it came out the same year as Pulp Fiction. Like That movie won an Oscar. I really do not think that movie is is great i don't know why people like people go really crazy over it and they love quoting it and all and it's just one of those things that i totally don't get um i i it's it's i i just i don't enjoy it at all i i think it's colossally overrated um i want to double check that it was 94 because if not uh and if if it's the one if it's the year that i think it is yeah 94 yeah, that's the same year that Pulp Fiction came out. Like, that's absolutely insane that that won the Oscar ahead of... It's also the same year that The Shawshank Redemption came out, which is, like, widely considered to be the greatest movie of all time. Um, and I think, looking back, the Academy would definitely recognize that to award the Oscar to the uh, to Forrest Gump instead of The Shawshank Redemption is, is definitely, like, a huge... Uh, mistake. Also, The Mask came out that year, which just absolutely deserved an Oscar as well. Just kidding. Um, I don't. I, I get why Pulp Fiction didn't get an Oscar. It's not really. It doesn't play favorably with the Academy, and the Academy is like largely bullshit anyway. And I shouldn't really judge things based on that. But uh, for two movies, um, The Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction to be overshadowed by Forrest Gump, it's, it's that, that's ridiculous to me. Another movie that's super overrated is Avatar. Um, it, it like had this huge budget it, it came out it grossed over a billion um like critically i i think it has like mixed reviews but it's mostly favorable i think it's a beautiful looking movie um but other than that there is basically no there's just nothing about that movie that sticks with anybody i i, I can name jake sully and that's it I, I can't name a single other character in it i can't name i cannot quote a single line from the movie um, I, I, I can't, like, the bad guy in it is the most generic villain ever, it, it's such a, um, a it, it's the type of movie that we've seen over and over and over, and it's been done in better ways by so many better movies, like, it's basically dances with wolves in space, and there's also a little bit of Return of the Jedi thrown in there as well, um, 
I, I, I thought that it was just a bad movie wrapped up in the shell of a of a really pretty movie and that's why plus like i know for its advancements in cgi and things like that it is a kind of a groundbreaking movie but it's it's not a good like viewing experience i don't think um so i think that's super overrated and i can't believe we're getting another like 16 of those movies or whatever um look forward to that in 2018 um other than that, what else is overrated? I think I like I actually kind of contrary to what I just said. I think the Shawshank Redemption is a little bit overrated too. Um, and and the Dark Knight, while it is fantastic, is also quite probably the most overrated movie of all time. Um, like I, I, I don't mean that it's bad in any way or that its critic score isn't uh, valid. But what really annoys me about the Dark Knight is that. Um, on the IMDb top 250, The Godfather was number one, and The Godfather 2 was number two. And um, I think it was The Shawshank Redemption was uh, number three. And then eventually The Dark Knight shot up, and people were trying to get that to number one because they were just lost in the haze of hype surrounding its release. This is like 10 years ago at this point. Um, but they all went and they downvoted all of the Godfather movies, the two of them, uh, which ended up pushing them out of the top three. And like The Dark Knight was like the best movie ever. Then it was The Shawshank Redemption because that hadn't been downvoted in the quest to get The Dark Knight to number one. And um, just that whole thing is ridiculous. Like The Dark Knight is great. Really, really, really great. But it is not the best movie of all time. Like it's not better than The Godfather. It's not like oh, like this. That whole campaign is just really annoying. That 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 level of petulance that you go out of your way to downvote something else just because. I hate when people do stuff like that just because they uh, have a gut feeling that they're right. Uh, it's just such a stupid way of doing things. Um, so I'll look for some other questions. Um, Alex asks, "How has everything been lately?" It's been pretty good. Uh, thanks for asking. Um, I actually had like a, a kind of a, a nightmare start to last year. Um, the, there was a, a lot kind of going on in my personal life. And um, I guess I just um, put a lot of effort into improving things. And I don't know, the last four months have been really good. Like I have this new uh, apartment where I live, um, new job, just all of that stuff. I've also got, you know, the PlayStation VR. These things are all great. Um, but I, I also just have a, a very strong um, awareness of myself and the way I work that I, I didn't have last year. And it feels like I'm just much more focused on things. And, uh, and that's great. Um, so thanks. And I hope that you all are doing well too um next question from sean who says what movie and what album are you most looking forward to this year geez i don't even know what albums are coming out this year like i have completely just lost it um with music uh the the one album i am looking forward to the most is camp cope's album uh they're an australian sort of indie band and they're like unbelievable like i really fucking love their stuff they've only got one album but they have a couple other songs that you can find on youtube and things like that and they have a compilation with another artist um but i really fucking love their sound and their lyrics and their sort of combined cynical worldview with funny sarcastic witticisms and things like that they're just really really good so um, th that is honestly the album that I'm, I'm most looking forward to. And um, what movie am I most looking forward to? I don't know. Um, 
like Black Panther looks pretty good. That's probably not. Let's just do an exercise here and look at movies coming out in 2018. Because um, I listened to the Weird with You podcast where they spoke about like really little lesser known movies that are coming out this year. And there was one that was called Wastelander. And it sounded unbelievable, but it doesn't look like the type of movie that I'll ever be able to watch. Um, so there's like Ready Player One where the guy is climbing up the ladder and he has a really long leg. Um, I predict that that movie will have mixed reviews and will probably not be that great. Um, Avengers Infinity War, yeah, like I reckon that'll be a good movie. Jurassic World, no thank you. Um, the Han Solo movie is probably going to be the one that I'm looking forward to the most. There's so much writing on that movie. Um, uh, everything Disney are doing with Star Wars is really interesting at the moment, and I really want there to be more standalone movies that explore the universe a little bit deeper, because I loved Rogue One, and uh, I think if this movie is good, it's just going to make me very, very happy. Um, other than that, there is another one that... Uh, Sicario 2, actually. Um, it's not going to be directed by um, Denis Villeneuve or whatever his name is, uh, but it will have Josh Brolin and Benicio Del Toro in it again. And I saw the trailer for it and it looks alright, so I think that could be uh, that could be pretty good. I actually go to the cinema quite a lot, so I'm probably going to see a lot of these movies that I'm talking about. Um, so I guess you could say I'm excited for all of them. Um, I just love the experience of going to the cinema and having popcorn and everything like that. Next question is from Bush Rangers, who says, John Aloisi's ability to coach a football team. I think that John Aloisi is not that great at, at coaching a football team. And that's my definitive answer, because I know that that's the answer you're looking for. Next question is from Sam, who says... Overall, do you like Dub living in Dublin City or would you like to move out? Uh, no, I like it. Um, I'm not from Dublin originally. I've said that many times. Um, I've lived in the country. I've lived in a well-built-up town um, that's not like a city. But there are things in Dublin that you can't get anywhere else in the country. Just um, We like to complain... Uh, Dubs in general like to complain about their public transport and everything like that. But the fact is, it is the best in the country. Um, I'm also so close to all of the huge um, and small artists that I love that come and tour Ireland. They always come to Dublin. Like, I never have to go to Galway or to Cork to see an artist that I love. And that's just... Uh, I don't know. Like, one of my favorite things in the world is going to see a live concert and... Um, living in Dublin just gives me the opportunity to do that pretty much whenever I want, um, as long as they're playing, you know. Uh, so that's that's really good. Um, and other than that, it's just where all the jobs are. It's where all the jobs that I can do are. Like there there are finance jobs in Cork and there are finance jobs in Kilkenny, but um, they're in either remote locations or they don't pay as high as they do in Dublin and things like that. So um, yeah, it's it's where I'm at really. I could never live in the country again. I could never live in an area where there's not uh, neighbors or like shops near me. Like right now where I am, I live 40 seconds walk from my nearest supermarket. And that is just, I, I, I don't think I would trade that for anything at the moment, like anything within reach. So um, that's that. Um, and then I think I actually got to every question this time. Um, there's another question from Dan James who says, 
have you been following British politics at all? And if so, what do you think of Theresa's reshuffle? I actually haven't. Um, I think one of the things that coincided with a more, with a better mental well-being that I have obtained is taking a bit of a step back from uh, political battles that don't concern me. Um, and I am an Irish man who lives in Ireland. I really shouldn't have to care about British politics. Um, and the whole Brexit thing kind of uh, swept me in a little bit. Um, the entire handling of Brexit has been one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I, I cannot believe just the lack of of discussion about Ireland in the negotiations and in the debates and the build-up uh, from both sides. It was a complete and utter disaster um, that it, it took them to realize like, oh shit, there's a Northern Ireland. Like I just, I, I, I think about that and I get very like angry. Um, and then I saw that fucking thing on Channel 4 where there was like this woman saying, I think Ireland are just being petty. They're kicking up a fuss because they've lost. It's like the fact that you were viewing it as a situation that Ireland lost something in a competition that they weren't even part of, didn't ask to be part of, but were forced to comment on. It's like, fuck off. Like you absolute miserable bitch. Um, yeah, that, that fucking shit really annoys me. Uh, but other than that, no. Uh, and we have the the border issue sorted. So um, I'm back to not giving a fuck, to be honest. Um, I don't really like Theresa May. I don't know what her reshuffle is. Maybe it's a positive step. I, I haven't a fucking clue. Um, but, you know, best of luck and all of that. I didn't mean for that to sound as dismissive as it did. Like, I will pay attention, you know, slowly when the stories um that are making the headlines are not drowned out by noise and people just saying like oh we need to we need to do this thing because my party thinks that we should do this or no we need to do this because my party's like main tagline is this it's so fucking tiresome i was actually um the issue of like of partisan politics and and the just corrosiveness of political discourse at this point in time is is actually like it's one of the most stressful times to be alive i think uh, because we all feel like we have to weigh in on these things that actually just don't really fucking concern us at all but i saw um ben shapiro who is a conservative commentator who i i really like ben i really respect him i listen to a lot of his podcasts um i i disagree with him on a lot of stuff uh, a lot of fundamental issues where i i, I definitely um completely disagree but i completely appreciate his input and i think he's he's mostly intellectually honest and things like that um but he was saying last night like oh the hashtag me too campaign i bet they're not going to say anything about iran it's like like fuck off it's not their job to say anything about iran the, the hashtag me too thing is that they're a, a bunch of people in hollywood who are protesting sexual assault in their lane in Hollywood like I I don't fucking care what Cara Delevingne has to say about Iran but like she's a victim of sexual assault so I definitely care what she has to say about that you know what I mean it's, it's so like oh why, why aren't you talking about this you should be talking about this like fuck off there's only so many things that a person can talk about it's really annoying it's like it, I would never reply to like if someone were to say oh Roy Moore is a, or, or even if it, if it were like a liberal, if someone were to say something about a, a liberal um, 
ally like like Harvey Weinstein was if they were to say like oh this guy is, is disgusting uh, uh, and I will fight him with every fiber in my being until the day I die and I, and I turned around and I was like oh but you're not saying anything about what's going on in Yemen so you know fuck you I don't know it's just stupid this whole time is just it's it's exhausting but um I'm gonna leave it here sorry to end on a fairly sour note but that is the way that it is anyway listen to recap check out my wrestling podcast and um even if you don't like wrestling if you could just give it a positive rating um the youtube channel will be there go and subscribe to that obviously um there will be an episode uploaded where it's like we review a full um event a a pay-per-view as they're called in wrestling um and we actually are doing a couple of giveaways we're giving away some prizes and things like that we're going to give away a year's subscription to the wwe network at some point it's not in the budget at the moment but it will be and we will be giving it away so if you think that's something you'd be interested in like tune in give it a listen because um that is going to be a reality that's not me just saying that to generate interest i I think within the next few months um that's something that i'm seriously want to do for people um so yeah uh just check out all the wrestling stuff um for those of you who go to the youtube channel and use that as your avenue of getting it there's not going to be much uh, in the way of um visuals uh, stimulation while you're watching um but i will be uploading like standalone clips from the podcast where we talk about specific topic like maybe we talk about something for seven minutes i'll cut that out and put it on youtube because i see th- that's kind of the way that i discover a lot of podcasts nowadays i, I think there's just a lot of um a lot of value in doing that uh, and it, it's a good like gateway into it for people so yeah that is that i have been el de niro thank you very much for watching thank you very much for giving my podcast a positive rating and thanks for being you until next time fuck this